Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, on today's episode, I have our final guest in the Queendom Care Pillar. Today's topic is all about faithful finances. And I have my sister, my good friend, Janae Pollard, known as Janae Doe. She will be sharing with us in this episode ways that we can get control of our finances by changing the way we think, starting with our mindset. Before I invite Janae onto the podcast, I want to first read her bio. Janae is a personal finance strategist and money coach who helps independent women buy back their time by gaining a better understanding and relationship with their money. She teaches wealth building principles and believe God has truly given you every resource today to have a better future tomorrow. You just have to take inventory of your current assets and learn how to use them, not to just grow your money, but to build the life you desire. And here's my conversation with Janae. Welcome to the podcast, Janae. I'm so happy to have you as a guest today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yes, me too, y'all. So Janae is another one of my sisters in purpose. We actually had, we shared the same coach and um, Janae has an amazing financial program and she teaches about faithful finances. And so today, since this is our last module in the Queendom series, we're going to just go over some important things when it comes to us and our money and our finances and how we can be better stewards over the money that we have. So Janae, before we get into some questions, can you just give us some, a background about yourself? Let us know a little bit more about who you are. So thank you again for having me. So I am Janae Pollard. Um, I go by Janado, Um, and I am a personal finance strategist. Yes, it is self-claimed, but that is what I do. I help people um, really, really help them um, live the life that they really deserve and desire and make sure that their queendom, their entire queendom is taken care of um, and the absolute kind of the basis for how we just maneuver in this world that we've been placed in um, is through finances. And so I, I educate people on financial um, literacy, not just so that they can have money, but so that they can make sure that their money is working towards building them as a person and building the people around them. Good. That is so good. And like, we need that, especially today in our society. And for me, you know, I'm a big advocate of women and making sure that we are taking care of ourselves in all aspects of life. So I know you have um, your business, Faithful Finance. Can you tell us about Faithful Finance and and some of the things that you do and offer in faithful finances. 
So Faithful Finances, we're a financial service company, and we work primarily with women, um, a lot of moms um, who have responsibilities, um, kids who have businesses, who want to buy houses, pretty much anybody that's trying to do something in this world um, that know that they need time and money and know that there's kind of limits on it and wants to really um, make the most out of both of those, making sure that their money and their time is working towards them. So we have um right now we actually have a new um product that just launched and it's actually an online e-course and so it pretty much walks you through um, making sure that your personal finances, because at the end of the day, we're working for money, but we shouldn't be working towards money. Like we should be working towards money working for us. And so we go to work every day or we, you know, we do our jobs, we do whatever it is to bring in income. And we want to make sure that that income, once it comes into our household, that it is now working for our household in the best capacity. And so the program is the e-course and it also comes with um four weeks of coaching and so um if you're interested i'll drop the links in the um at the end um but it really just helps you set your personal finances up for professional success and that's success and honestly every area of your life because wherever you do whatever whatever you're going to do you're really going to need money um and so that's just the bottom line um but i i think that you know just taking back that control over it and making sure that the you know we're not just bound by it um and making sure that um is doing exactly what we wanted to do and so um that is currently the the program that i have available right now and so it's really just to get you in there is how i started when i started faithful finances it was basically out of need i've always been pretty good with my finances and had a good you know financial grounding and just you know my mom taught me about credit and so and i'm an accountant of course right so it kind of was like you know it just was already laid there and so but once i went through kind of a really um a situation of my own where i'm like oh wow like i really have to like if i don't make my money work for me at all times then i can really be bound and stressed out by not having enough or not feeling like i have enough when at the end of the day god has already given us everything we need every resource we need we just have to be able uh, we just have to go to him and figure out how to best utilize those resources resources and so that's kind of where faithful finances came in it wasn't just in you know being faithful in your money but it's being faithful in every area of your life so that you can now give that to god and god will provide with you the finances to support every area and everything that you want to do it's so much you said that i want to touch on but i'm gonna start with i got a quick story so earlier this year you know we went into quarantine and just before then, I went to a financial workshop. It was for our business. Mm-hmm. And we ended up hiring a financial coach just for 12 weeks, right? Mm-hmm. This is right before quarantine happened. Okay. And just having somebody to keep us accountable, like that coaching. Let me tell you something. I am so, I feel like that was like divine order, perfect timing for us to have that coach because we were able to increase our revenues during this hard time is because we paid way more close attention to what we were doing with our money. Not only that, I then began to do my own personal life like that. You know, I never was a person that was like, oh, I need to do a budget. I need to, you know, create a, a, um, a plan for my finances. I just got the money and paid my bills. And if I had some, you know, yeah that's how that's kind of how i was living my days but long story short um i have been on a consistent schedule 
of watching over my finances, right? So every, like once a week, I take out a day, I do everything for me, I cover my queendom, and then I get to my money. So I'm able to see what's coming out this week, where can I allocate this, where can I cut this in? And a side effect of that was a boost in my credit score. And I was just like, you know, I'm so pumped, I was so excited. But it just shows how, once you become faithful over um, what you do have, how it can increase and grow. And so I know you said that you grew up with your mom teaching you about that. And then you were, you were also into accounting, but how can like the people that don't have a grip on their finances, like what's some of the first steps that they could do to at least be able to visually see what they make and then how to create a system for them? So, um, absolutely. So I gotta be honest too. I've always, because my mom taught me, my mom never really, I don't know if my mom, I can't, I don't know if I can say she lived on a budget, but she knew how much she had. Like she was very good at allocating everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I always think that whatever you, you know, whatever your parents taught you, just take it a step further. And so I myself was like that too. Like, I'm like, I, you know, you make money, I save some, I do get a saving, but anything that was kind of left over or just sitting in my account is pretty much, it's, it's, it's gone, you know, because you have it and it's like, well, what am I gonna do with it? So, um, so the first thing that I can, that, so when I kind of hit my downfall, like, okay, I got to actually start being in control over everything that I'm coming to. And so really, I think that the first thing, like you said, it is a mindset shift is first off, whatever you doing right now, figure out if that's the best way that you want to think going forward and figure out, you know, know that you have control over what you everything that you have you already own it you've already worked for it so how be more um faithful with how it goes out and how you're spending it because um that's also energy you know money is currency so we don't want to stop the flow of money we just want to make sure that it's going and flowing into the right direction and it's flowing into something that can later you know give us back something so we're kind of investing as we're expensing and so the first thing i would encourage anybody and everybody to do that if they're not currently doing it is track what you're spending Everybody know what they're making. If your job should cut you short $2, you're going to be like, um, I need my $2. But you gave somebody $20 and it was just $20. And yeah. so I think taking control over what we're doing with our money and giving, like making sure like, hey, I have control of this. Like I don't have to pay that. Like even bills coming, you still, you signed up for the bill. You asked them for something, you know, like making sure that you are mentally in control of your money and that it's not, dragging you through the mud or dragging you um saying hey i got a bill due because i mean that stuff is stressful when you get notices and things saying that bills are due yeah. like I'm, i don't have control over anything and you so you really feel helpless you feel like you know even if i go to work tomorrow it's already due for that bill but really taking that control back and saying hey i have control over my money and then as you do that mentally practically go get some systems. There are apps called men. I don't know, like, you know, where your customers, if they're starting from kind of scratch, if you don't have anything of calculating, um, download, make, make sure you have a bank account and you've downloaded any apps associated with your, um, with your banking or credit cards um, and keep track of it. I recommend Mint. If you don't have any tracking system right now, go ahead and put everything in mint.com and just start tracking your progress. Kind of the next thing is to really like 
putting it down and figuring out what you do what you've done so um and kind of if you like in the program we call it kind of reconciling and so now that you know what you're doing first that's just kind of awareness to be aware of what i'm doing what i'm spending my time on what i'm spending my money on and then the second thing we'll do is kind of it's kind of a layer we have an actual five-step tier um to building wealth and wealth is simply an abundance of valuable possessions so we focus on finances but we also want to make sure it covers everything else in our lives and so kind of the first the bottom the foundation is awareness making sure you know everything that's coming in everything going out who you owe, who you, you know, who going to be looking for you if the lights going to get to like just basic like bills. Uh-huh. And then the second thing, the second step after you're aware of everything and you've found a system to organize it is to actually start budgeting. And that's when you're just simply putting in different limits. You're like, wow, I didn't realize that I was spending so much on, you know, eating out used to be a big thing. Uh I mean, eating out in the African-American family, boy, we love to eat. And I'm from Florida, so I'm talking about crab trays every weekend. That was Mm -hmm. just our thing. And that's a really good, it's a social thing. Like, it's it's a part of our culture. But understanding and putting limits on that and saying, hey, you know, instead of brunching every weekend, we're going to brunch once, so we're going to, you know, yeah. all bring a $5 dish, finding other creative ways to um, to do that. And it's not just because you want to save $20, it's because you need to always be able to find an alternative or cheaper way or less expensive way to communicate and to socialize with people. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, a lot of people look at budgeting as like you're taking in something, but I always think of budgeting as like you have to replace the money somewhere so you're not just cutting out a hundred dollars from eating out what are you going to put that hundred dollars to and that's kind of next step when we get to saving and so unless you budget out unless you let go of the old stuff you don't have room to save and so now we're saving and savings kind of goes with our goals so now we're like dang we started we have no control now we became aware of it we put in a few limits and now we're able to save for different goals and financial Mm -hmm. goals that we actually want to see ourselves through and then the next thing is kind of investing and I always we like to call it reinvesting because a lot of time when you think of investing it's like you know going into accounts but even um even when I started my business the first year I used to have a a line on my little personal financial statement and it was called business investment and so it wasn't an expense to me because even though it was going out it was kind of going into my business I had to mentally say like as I'm making this as I'm investing and buying stuff for my business I'm like hey everything that I'm putting out right now, I need it to come back to me. Like I need to make a return on this. I need to make something. And so even with my kids, I have his look, my son, he does all this soccer and all these activities. And I'd be like, sometimes this is really a waste. But then I also think of like, how much is he going to get in return from it? So Mm -hmm. a lot of things that you feel like, you know, it's just a waste. I like to kind of, you know, just change them. And again, this is why we go from mindset to money. It's a faith and a financial part of it. Um, But understanding that, hey, I'm spending this money, but like if I'm actually spending it, like try to get something back from it. And so kids, I always say kids should be an investment, not an expense. And so like his school, I used to be, oh my gosh, I'm paying all this money for his Uh school. And so just really changing the, the small little things when you get your budget and when you get all your savings plans together. And it goes from kids' expenses to kids' investment or to like future yeah. investment. And so um, as I'm doing it, I was able to do that for last year. I start changing it up. And now I'm like, oh, wow, I did spend a lot on him, like in soccer and all these sports. Now I'm like, oh, I can 
I'm sorry, I'm a YouTube channel. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> so it literally translates, and that's literally how Faithful Finances became a thing, is that I was like, I went on this journey, and when I got to the part of where I felt like I had, you know, a, 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 I had more than I, I had plans for, I was like, that's actually wealth. It's an abundance of valuable possessions. And so when I started, when I was up there, and I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do now? It was time to actually start a business. And it was time wow. to work outside of my household. Now that I was able to get my personal finances together, it was like, okay, now other people need to um, to be aware. So Girl, that, is good. How, <laughs> that is how Faithful Finances <laughs> kind of came into play. And so we use the same strategy, the same. I still got my budgets. I still got all of my templates. Of course, they are, you know, refreshed and I'm working on mm-hmm. to, you know, make sure they work for y'all and for everybody <laughs> else. Um, but it's the same system and it's the same it's the same mindset. It's the same disciplines. It's the same. Um, a lot of things that you need because it's not, I, I know it sounds easy. It's like five simple steps, but it's a lot that comes into each one of those parts. And that's why even as I, you know, the courses is, 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 is out there. Um, I really want to help transform people. And I want to, like you said, you see the difference. Like you can give somebody a workbook, but if you don't have a coach standing right there, mm-hmm. every time I go and speak somewhere, I'm like, how many people have a budget? And everybody raised their hand. I'm yes. like, okay, well, <laughs> and then, you know, not the budget. So yeah, like, I want to add, I know you said my sh- um, shifts, um, mindset shift, which is really needed if you want to, improve any area of your life because we have to change how we think like our current thought pattern sometimes may not be conducive to our mind our actions like how we think so working on that is so so important and then I love how you even said instead of your kid being an expense that they're an investment and that is like (laughs) that is true because I know for myself I'm like man I'm spending all this money on him and he don't appreciate it and none of that but again, it is an investment for him versus being an expense or a burden. Okay, so when it comes to money and like budgeting and planning, I also have that, you know, that will eventually create some freedom for us, some freedom, um, some power, because once we have an overflow of wealth or, you know, we just have enough to take care of what we need and then we have more a little bit more because now we're allocating, we're dedicating, we're cutting back in certain areas. That feels good. That feels good to our mind. Girl, it feels amazing. So can you just share with us how implementing the steps, being aware and then budgeting, how can that begin to create freedom for us in our, like in all aspects of our lives? Yes. So I th- I'm so glad you asked that question because that is really the goal. Like when I, you know, like we all want financial freedom, financial independence, but a lot of times we don't even know. It, it, it sounds kind of foreign. It sounds like it's like only rich people can really, you know, not work for a dollar or, you know, whatever. And so I think that, like you said, it it is a mindset thing. And I think that when you in doing there's so much that you get from doing the work um and so when you actually sit down and the things that you want like first off faithful is faithful but it's also faith so god is control is in control he's the foundation of kind of why i'm here he you know is very much faith-based a faith-based business and so understanding what it is you're supposed to be doing um, and I think a lot of times, and that's kind of where the awareness comes in, we may find that we have enough money, 
but we're just misallocating it. Mm -hmm. And so we're feeling bound because we're not doing the right way with our money. And so fear, like a lot of the stuff that we get, a lot of these big things, like, you know, just like they're all, they, they literally are perceptions. Yep. So I have to be very cautious when I say this, but financial freedom is starts in the mind. Mm. And we have to make sure our money can, because a lot of things that we've done, a lot of the bills that we have, we've already signed up for it. Like we already are in debt. We already, if we, if somebody came to most people right now and they gave them like a clean slate and they were like, Hey, I'll give you, you know, somebody, somebody, somebody could, I was a friend of mine and I had went through their stuff, just helping them out. And they were like, the whole thing was like, I just need like $10,000. I just need $10,000. And so, you know, we kind of went through it. And I'm like, well, let me see what you guys. So I'm putting the stuff together from, and I'm sitting here like, if somebody gave you $10,000, you would still be dead broke (laughs) because you don't even know what you need. You don't even know, realize that your net worth is extremely negative. You know, like you just don't even know what we need. And so you feel in he's feeling okay he's just like I just want to make make more things work and I'm like wow you're you're very free you're doing exactly what you want to do but your finances is not Hmm. and so I think the biggest the best place to be is to the people that I work with too and I'm pretty sure that most of them will be you know with your audience is people who want more not just money but want more to do like they want to see things change in the world. They want to see, you know, they have a business idea, but it goes a little bit further than just them or just another source of income. It goes into educating people on their hair care. Look at me. Like I'm, I'm always like, what does she have to say today? What does she have to say? Like, I'm, you know, like they want to help others in the world. And so I think that if you go into your finances, your own trouble, if you have that deep down in you, when you start doing the work, you start mm. making it making it make sense and sense <laughs> like in so every of your life. I think that your mind will have to, and that's why a lot of times it's like even when I first started the coaching, I was like, I don't think nobody, but it really it's like they have the tools there. But a lot of times we just need those reconfirmations. We need yeah. to unlearn a lot of the things that we learned about money because it just you know you have to listen to people who've done what you want to do. When you listen to people who you know also read a book but hasn't actually did anything it's a little bit difficult because you don't get every aspect of it and so financial freedom it comes when your mind your mind has to say you know what I'm not bound by money and that has to be like literally a daily mantra Uh like you have to wake up every day saying I am in control of my day I'm in control of the work that I do I'm in control of you know what it produces and I know that God I want to do all of this stuff so I need all of this money Mm. and it ain't for me You know, even someone asked me the other day, they were like, you know, have you made a certain amount of money in your business? And I said, my first year in business, my pay is going to be the same as it was if I was working a job because I was fine on my job salary. Everything else is because I want to employ people. I want to hire two other people. I don't need a raise. 
Right. I know how to work with what I got. I've already been saving 20%. Like, I've, you know, like, so uh-huh. the business is literally the business. It's like, if the business fail, right. let's go to the next business. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm not going to fail um, because something else fails. And so I think that, like, understanding that, and that's kind of where that control is able to come in of saying, hey, you know what? My personal money is together yes. because I've allocated it because I know God, if God gave me enough last week, he's going to definitely give me enough this week. And so my thing is to continuously go to God asking him for more, not more money, but that's more responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so um, and so just kind of recognizing that that if you do want financial freedom, because, you know, realistically, a lot of people live in negative net worth. And so if you live in negative net worth, you probably don't really maybe you do or maybe you don't realize it but usually people who realize it they're actively working on you know kind of changing those numbers and so if you don't you know you're not aware of that you, some people financially freedom is only in the mind it's only it's in the mind making sure that mind gets to the paper <laughs> and, and the paper can support it and so that you're i think it's just like all an alignment thing and so mm-hmm. um when you if you really want financial freedom you got to start with landing on a paper like why am i not free right now because yeah. it's only freedom or slavery so you did it yeah the dollar or you're free from the dollar man and that, so, yeah. yeah, so putting it on paper, that's what I say, even wherever you are, just start now. I will leave y'all with the budget, like my budgeting tool. I will leave you your um, audience with it because um, I think it's just being aware and then knowing the next steps. And I do think that, like I said, investing in your money, like you hired a coach, hire a coach. Yes. Hire Girl. somebody to help you because I did it. I did it on my own, like, because that's my background and that's where I came from and I have a tech you know like because I have the I had I was able to do that um but I put a lot of time and a lot of energy into understanding and literally I started a whole tax business because people was not really wanting to invest in bettering their finances isn't that sad? And so I was like yeah like I used to do events and I used to love because when I want like the way it the way for me the way I was able to and I background so it's been in me it's just been in me but again until I hit a real a rough patch until I you know lost the job until I felt some strain it was like no I'm good till next week I didn't mm-hmm. actually I wasn't in control of my money I still was going jump check to check just like everybody else I still was doing it my way I still was deferring my student loan like stuff that was just like you know look you know you know it was just <clears throat> so I take this vacation out you know and so I just wasn't actively in control over it. and so when I was like you know what Janae you have to actually get control of it my mind was there but because I've already had the you know the techniques and I've already kind of been shown the ropes and I just tried it and it took me it took me two, three years to really say this system is good enough to share yeah. with people. You know, it was, I was just telling people like, hey, I can help you out do this. I can help you do this. And it wasn't until other people were like, hey, yeah, that's, that, that really helped me. <laughs> like, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. very much a practical coach. And so everything that, you know, I kind of share with people is stuff that, I've done and it's like you know I've studied it Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've learned it and I've implemented and it's worked for me so now I want to really help you um and so of course if it you know it took me three years to make sure to go from here to there if you can do it in three weeks or three months and you know and to really just get the system in 
from the ground running, it'll really, you'll really see changing. I mean, you people see change in a month. Yes. Like the first, I remember my first, like one of Absolutely. my early clients was like, she saved, like she started saving, like she's like her food grocery, she had four boys and she was like $800, almost a thousand dollars in groceries and meals. She would cook a meal for her family and then she would go and like buy herself some food because she was like, Mm-hmm. Tired from it, and so even mm-hmm. that knowing your financial triggers, like what triggers yep. you to want to spend money, because Man, it's a good. real thing. And so, especially moms, we feel overworked. We like, you know what? I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like eating out. <laughs> I'm oh, the, my favorite, my favorite is that I deserve this treat. I deserve this happy hour. I deserve yes. this brunch. I deserve this bracelet, girl. I deserve, I deserve this, this bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like there is nothing wrong with that. I just feel, mm-hmm. I do believe that you have to plan it. Plan it. Put That's it in the budget. Put it in the so budget. What, uh-huh. Put it in the budget. And so once it's there, and then also I think that when you, like, it'll it'll flow. Because I have seasons of times where I'm like, I'm so focused on this one thing right now that I don't even have time. Because, again, people, I always say, people's schedules tell them what they were supposed to do. They bank statements <laughs> tell us what they did. So we know that you had that you was gonna be, you know, working on set, working on the weekend, but then brunch came on the receipts, uh-huh. payments. So making sure that everything is all planned out and um, really having a schedule, not just for your and making sure your schedule of time matches your schedule of money. Man, listen, that's good. You did say you talked about net worth, right? And like, I don't ever want to classify a whole people into one category because I know there's a variation of different people, situations and things like that. But I do feel that in our community, there's so there's not many that are knowledgeable when it comes to like knowing their net worth or even just being better stewards over the money that they've received. And we see it like we see the people living in the raggedy homes with the most expensive cars or, you know, and like that really it doesn't bother me because that's their choice. That's, but it hurts us as a whole, mm-hmm. as a people. And so that is why I'm so determined to, you know, put the, share, share this information with, with the audience so that they just take into consideration being mindful, being aware, making practical steps, hiring a coach if you need to. Because, please, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. There's nothing better than having somebody that's going to keep you accountable to the decisions that you said mm-hmm. you were going to do mm-hmm. and just showing up. I'm telling you, if we didn't have this, this financial coach back when COVID happened, we had to show up every single Tuesday faithfully, like on time, like, okay, what did you guys do this week? Where did this go? How can we increase this? How can we minimize this? You need that because I'm telling you that will like for me now it's a habit mm-hmm. i do our business i do my personal it's a habit i take one day maybe two hours or so and just go through our finances like okay and, and this is on a weekly basis this isn't once a month this is every single week and i'm i'm looking to see what i have where and i've seen growth just from being just from having that awareness and then putting it down to see it mm-hmm. so i think what you're doing janae is so amazing especially in our community you know, in the young community as well, 
um, teaching people how to be better stewards over their finances to create wealth, not just for us, but for generations. And that's really what it's about. It really is. I'm so glad. I'm so first off, I'm proud of you for doing that and taking that step because um, I, I just know that it's essential. Like a lot of I, I work with small businesses and too, and one. I mean, if you if you get that, if you understand, like accounting, I think uh, people too. I just kind of want to clarify some things of just like reemphasizing the importance of it, especially if you want to continue to grow. Like if you are at any stage in your life where you're like, I want to do more or I want to have more, it's very important that like today, now, yesterday was the time to make sure every piece of your finances was together. Because the longer you wait, not saying that, you know, but it's just, what are you waiting for? Like, what are you, you can see it in the first week, the first month, you can- You and just like you said, it's so funny you said like now it's a habit. And so the quicker you can make your money a habit, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like we love and and that's what and to me, I think that that's what's so important that that's kind of why I developed the course is that per- personal to professional because when you get into business, a lot of the numbers that a lot of the the, the cute business, the sales, the top numbers. We want a lot of businesses right now that are focusing on growing yourselves and growing this and growing that. And a lot of businesses that I've seen that I work with, I'm a tax professional as well. Um, and one of my clients, I just have to, they may almost like, they, they were nice over a few six figures. They didn't have, they didn't have any controls of their expenses. And so they went to everybody and they told them almost at a million dollars last year, they made a lot of money last year. They made a lot of money. So they got the sales part. Easy. Right. They got it. Everybody loved telling you how to get clients and how to get money and how to do all that stuff. That is perfect. True. However, it took them about, they had to hire on about 13 contractors to do all the work. They had to, they hire like six people to do the work. And so none of the record keeping for the stuff going out was accounted for because their business grew so exponentially in such a short amount of time and they had no system in place to to capture everything. And so it cost them a lot of money on the back end to try to go back and clean it up. And they had to hire a few different people because they didn't know their money story. And that's all accounting is, accounting financial story. That's it. So just as much as you're telling people about what you're doing in your business, the accounting team, the finance team, the investments in the IRS, they, they want to know They want to know what you actually did. Okay. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> and so, so how you account for it is so important and a lot of times when we get into new businesses depending on the type of business over a lot of people have a lot of businesses and digital businesses where we've streamlined a lot of processes so i think a lot of people might be like need all of that getting into it but that's why i like to just start at like performances or even if you start at professional start start while it's small and so it's one thing to and so even my client when she called me in she had a year and a half worth of activity and I didn't even know her business like I'm like what is, what is like I don't even know so that's wow. again more money in the back yeah. end now and you yeah. know 
And so when you can just get a good little system of whatever you have, just knowing like, okay, these are the different expenses. This is what you're going to need in your household. This is what you're going to need in your business. And just do it while it's small. I think that it just... Um, and create that habit. habit. Yep. Yeah, I mean... That habit. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot of even accountants too. And so you can, you know, you say, well, I don't want to worry about that. Like, I just hire an accountant. Maybe she had an accountant. Mm-hmm. she had an yeah. accountant the whole time <laughs> you know what and I know people like that I know people that will just hand over their their finances to an accountant or auditor or, you know or somebody else to manage it and I'm like listen you gotta you have to know your money like you have to know where every penny is going how much you spend in your expenses how much are you generating and um you, you know so I don't understand people like that and how can you even expect more if you don't know what you have at that present moment so that is a big no-no y'all don't be out there giving yeah. your uh, yeah. over yeah. the be- i mean the person who's going to care the most about your business is you. you and so even though even though you might not want to do everything even though to me i think that the money piece is kind of why most people will get into business so not wanting to i think i think the, the problem is and that it shows and it's just it's just what it is is that a lot of people don't want to hear when they hear the word budget they cringe they're like oh my gosh it's restrictions is this but i'm telling you there is not one place not one project there's you can't even get funded without knowing what your money going (laughs) towards like why do why do any investor anybody that wants to get business money they want to know what are they giving your money for yeah. So if you true. don't even know what your money need, is needed for, you like, oh yeah, because I want to do this. It's like, okay, but how? Like how? Mm-hmm. We got to get to the methods. We got the faith part. We know. We we believe in you, sis. We believe in your business. We believe in your household. We believe God is going to prosper all of you. We don't believe you're going to get six figures, however many figures you want. We believe you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Girl, that's so true. <laughs> What are you going to do with Now you're going to be most stressed out? You thought you were stressed no, out. No, that is that is really true. And, and, and you know what? Ever since I've been doing this budgeting thing, I have been working on shifting my mindset um, for increase and, you know, what, what that looked like. I'm trying to, right now in my life, I'm trying to behave and act and talk and do and say as if I already have it, right? So that when it comes, I'm not oh my God, you know, and then I go and do something crazy. I have a plan. I know what I want. I know what that looks like. And right now I'm just behaving and acting as if I already have it. And yeah. And girl, listen, y'all, y'all better get y'all a coach out here, (laughs) get you a financial coach to help align your life. And you know, I mean, it's so important. It really is. And it's, it's, it's so many things that's like we hear it too, but when it gets personal too, like when we talk about your money and how you can make more, and it's so with time, I want to just go through it real quick. Just a little okay. something is that, so we kind of went through kind of the, you know, the wealth tier with money, but money is, if you got a budget, hopefully you got percentages on it because $300 to one family might be mean so much, something so different to another yeah. family. And so we always also have to make sure we're living within our means. Like how is our household doing? What do we need? And so, um, 
even when it comes to finances, you might not have somebody, you know, close to you that can't understand you or have your same, just like this, everybody's tax situation is completely different. different. Like you have a personalized budget and plan and ordeal that is going to work for your family and your household. And so, um, but one thing that we all got that's the same is 24 hours in a day. That's all we got. Mm-hmm. Your 24 hours is my 24 hours. And so when it comes to kind of managing, and that's the first part, the first thing that I'm going to even give y'all is that managing time. And it's the same thing. Time, money, relationships. Out, we At Faithful Finances, we consider all of those assets. How can they work for us? Mm-hmm. And make more of whatever it is. And so um, I use time as kind of a because it's always 24 hours. And so if we start with awareness with our time and we right now, what are we doing with our 24 hours a day? First off, you're going to be like, oh, wow, I didn't even know I was on Instagram for two hours, but I didn't have enough time to do this. Like Netflix for five hours. (laughs) But you don't got enough time to do that. Okay, so that's one thing. So just being aware. And I don't think the first week, you, the first however long you go through and do this, don't change nothing. Just literally go through a week or maybe a day because you like, you know what, I watched TV five hours yesterday. I'm going to learn from yesterday. But just go through the exercise time um, and figure out what you're doing with your day. So you got 24 hours in a day, maybe you sleep at eight, whatever, whatever. Once you figured out what you did yesterday or the time period before, now you get into that budgeting, that same thing. Okay, you know what? That two hours, I spent five hours on Netflix. Let me give myself two hours on Netflix, and now I got three extra hours. So we taking out, we just trimming stuff. We just trimming it. Mm-hmm. We just trimming it. That's good. So now we up to saving. So now I'm like saving slash investing. Now we got three extra hours. Now we're like, what are we going to do with this? And this is exactly how it came up. I'm like, what am I going to do with this three extra hours? let me start something. Let me start a little business. Let me try to do something. So now you got three extra hours a day that you didn't even know you had because we was all out of time and we want to pray, Lord, just give me more time. Just give me it. And he's like, well, I mean, I gave you 24 hours, but you spent five of them doing so-and-so. So then you couldn't save it and then you couldn't invest it into what I really was trying to give you. So when you go through that little exercise and you realize like how much time you have, the same applications apply to money. That's amazing. And That's it also good. allows you to, when you get it, get onto the other side. So now you look at your personal, when you get into the, you know, the other side of you, like, okay, now I'm in my business and I have this time and money. You already know how to do the steps. So you already know that, Hey, it's going to take me eight hours to do this the first time. If you hand it off and we start hiring people, you like, okay, this take me eight hours to do it. And it stresses me out completely. So if I give it to somebody that's skilled in this, it should take them relatively four to six hours to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're more in control over it. You're not like, well, I don't know. They said they couldn't get it done. And it just <laughs> alleviates, it relieves a lot of the questioning and questioning yourself. Um, because, I mean, entrepreneurship on its own is a big thing. It's a yeah. big it's a cleansing I would it say, that you have to it learn is. who you are, um, not just as a worker, but as somebody that owns their own work. And so the most you can get done beforehand and understanding and tracking things and just developing systems in your own personal, yes. you know, what God has already given you today is going to really help as he continues to give you more. That's real good. That's real good. And discipline, girl. We all need that discipline. That's what it teaches you. It teaches 
discipline because you and that's why I don't do nothing even with having a vision having a vision and having specific goals like when it gets down to it because it's like okay cool but yeah this this I do not even feel like doing that and it's like okay once you get past the what I feel like you know the discipline is like and it really has to start from day one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I I usually fast before I switch anything up because it's all a mindset and so that's why you know you have the coaches and you have somebody there holding your hand so they're like okay you're not getting it something not clicking and so they can even easily identify other things like other triggers that may be in your you know yeah that's good yeah you start to become aware of all those things man that's really good I'm telling you y'all y'all need to get my girl Janae (laughs) (laughs) and get a grip of your finances because you're you're going to see a whole shift in your life. What I got was confidence. You know, it's like, okay, I know exactly where my money going. I know how much I can save every month. I built my savings in COVID. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in quarantine. Yes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just something that, that, that does the mind, spirit, and body good. Knowing about your money, knowing where it is, where it's going, how much you have, who you owe, who you don't owe. Like that feels amazing. So please, y'all, take some time out and be intentional, especially we're hitting the last quarter of the year, and you really need to prepare for 2021. You know, we don't really know what's going to happen, but at least you know that you can get a grip over your whole queendom, your mind, your body, your spirit, your space, and your money. And that, I'm telling you, you will feel amazing. So, Janae, before I let you go, girl, you gave us a lot of good practical steps y'all need to get on her email list because i get her email she sent out great things and make sure y'all follow her i'll have her um leave her tags and i'll drop them in the show notes but before you leave janae can you just um what's one thing they can start with something small something that they can go do like right now when this podcast is ended what can they go and do because i know they're gonna be ready to take some take some steps to make some changes what can they do right now today that can have an impact on their finances so i think that the first thing we are entering for so i'm saying this on september 8th the best thing to do right now if you haven't is go look at go all of your bank statements from last month highlight everything that you got to return me like everything that you you know is coming back to you in some form shape or fashion make sure you spend those next month now the rest of the stuff that ain't coming back Time to put it on the budget. <laughs> oh wow! And start to get the trimming. Yes, that's because good. Just Real- being aware of it, it'll 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 kind of hit both of those things in one stone. It'll hit the awareness part. You'll see, dang, I spent this amount of money last yeah. month. Um, it'll show you maybe what you brought in. You could put it into some system, but if you don't have nothing, go print off the bank statements. Highlight everything that is still working for you in some capacity and if it's not highlighted it's not doing anything it's time to trim some trim some stuff that's not highlighted girl that's good i actually did that when i first started i i did that i have an app on my phone with my um bank and i was able to look at all my expenses so i just wrote them all out right i just took an excel sheet i put them all on excel sheet and i color coded my wants my needs and and i was like my wants was like three times as much as my needs. And I was like, what is happening here? So I started to notice my habits, fast food, um, emotional spending, 
uh, girl, Fashion Nova. I mean, like, <laughs> it, was, it was just like yeah, earrings. It was like all type of stuff. And like, Lord, I'm so grateful that I don't have to go buy extensions anymore. Because before that, <laughs> that was a real high hair expense. So, oh, yeah, hair is a, that's a huge expense. Hair, makeup, nails. I love keeping my nails done. So that, I saw that. But I was able to highlight that girl. And I was like, no way. And so the next month, it wasn't better. I mean, it's better, but it wasn't how it is now, right? Mm-hmm. So I still had to get control of some uh, emotional spending habits that I had. But each month, it got better and better. Mm-hmm and better so y'all take that tip yeah that yo that was golden right there because i'm telling you that was game changer for me that was game and i do want to give them the hope as it's not that you you're gonna cut stuff out because it didn't return on you but it's also the goal is for you to be aware so that you can make better financial decisions long term and so because this is queendom care pot the um series i do want to mention that um i've been through this process before so even when it comes to hair has always been hair just it is what it is i think that and, and honestly too I, I used to feel like I couldn't afford to get my hair done. And now I literally feel sometimes that like I can't afford not to. Because mm. as I used to go through everything, like we, you realize like what you want. I've never been a big nails person, but I always like want to face the, you know, I, I think that my hair speaks a lot more than my nails. So that was something for me. And so if I didn't even look at how much I used to spend on like trying to all these hair supplies at the beauty supply store versus just going to, you know, going to get my hair done every so many such so many times a month or a year um it just gives you the analytics um that you're going to need to make better decisions later on so i'm like you know what it's high i live in florida the wigs is not happening you know it's not happening during the summertime and so you know even the frustration you'll be like i remember when i spent all that money for this wig and how it made you as well and so um just like you know you don't want to you're not gonna have to cut it out forever but it is going to be times to sacrifice and you'll be able to make you know smarter decisions and do what you want to do and not you know bound by what you have to do because your budget oh that's good thank you so much Janae I'm so happy we had this conversation me too and I'm so proud of you I watch you on Instagram popping up doing your videos (laughs) (laughs) y'all see her doing her live Yes, yes. So tell them where they can find you at. Um, you have great y'all. She has so many good tips, great content that she posts. Um, so share, let the audience know where they can find you. Find me at um on Instagram at faithful underscore finances, and that is um and also my website, my faithful finances. You can also I'm gonna give y'all a tree. Um go to I am Janado J I M J A N A E D O E dot com backslash faithful finances. Um and I'll give y'all a Queendom Care kit to get um get your time and your money right. Oh, that's so sweet. Did y'all hear that? That's what's up. Thank you so much, Janae. I will leave all that in the show notes. So you make sure you guys go follow her. Grab the tips that she's going to leave behind. Yeah, let's take control of our queens, y'all. I hope you guys gained some valuable information from this episode of Faithful Finances. And most importantly, I hope that you all has really taken in the Queendom Care pillars and have applied some of the principles to your life so that we can have more self-care. We can take care of our minds, our spirit, our body, our finances, 
our spaces, our relationships, like we can be more intentional about these things. So I just want to say thank you all for supporting me during this process of creating the Queendom Care series. Thank you to all the guests that were a part of the podcast. I just want to say thank you all so much for supporting the podcast, for listening, for commenting, for sharing. I appreciate each and every one of you all. Until next time, let's continue to educate, empower, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I'll see you next time.